Again, emphasis on again. They're like, what are you talking about? We do now, though. We do now, though. I'm not. I'm. The, I'm just the guy who has his phone out unprofessionally. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. Well, I mean, essentially, the whole point of this podcast topic is to illustrate how this is nothing but a colossal distraction. From everything. Man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, though, this is one of. At least one time I'm going to piss people off on this podcast because I'm going to call out some bullshit. This is one of them. You know, there's a lot of people bitching about gas prices, and rightfully so. And I bet there are some people who are talking about, like, I don't even have gas to get to work. But I'm sure motherfuckers drove to hang outside the courthouse to watch Johnny Depp show up and leave. I'm sure they had zero issue doing that. Well, no, there were people. There, no, there were there were people outside. They showed footage of people with posters and shit every time. But yeah, I'm sure because everything, you know, everything's selective. Well, no, no, it's not acknowledged because, again, here we have a case of uh, a pair. Oh, no, we're talking we're talking we're talking about two different things. But you're you're right. You're absolutely right. But what I'm talking about selective is like, again, we have a case now. What happened to believe all women? Now, in this case. It's pretty obvious that Johnny Depp is at least the majority, because I'll be honest, I think he popped her in the face a couple times, not gonna lie. I I yeah, I'm I'm sure he did, but well, and neither one's the picture of mental health. So uh, but my point is, you know, I love there's there's a lot of female uh I don't want to say empowerment, there's a lot of female support for Johnny Depp. And it's it's because it's fucking Johnny Depp. If this was if this was Roseanne Barr versus uh, fuck, what was her Tom Tom Arnold? I kept wanting to say Tom Holland, but I knew it was wrong. Oh God, Tom Tom Arnold would have been crucified even if he did nothing. Or pick pick virtually any other celebrity couple, unless it's a really hot dude. Like Jason Momoa probably would have had that level of support. But I'm, I'm just watching this whole thing unfold and all the pro-Johnny stuff. I'm like, wasn't well, that interesting? We don't even have a verdict yet. Oh, and a heartbeat. I, I'd arrest that fucker just on suspicion of being a creep. 
Well, well, he, he got into some shit though in Hawaii, right? My fucking ass. So somebody slapped him. Okay. First. Well, well, and you know what? If the media didn't report it, nobody would know. So eat a dick, TMZ. But, okay. But come on. Ezra Miller getting into a bar fight? My fucking ass. What's, what's, somebody, what's somebody do? Push him? He's like, you better watch. My security's going to tackle you. Uh, yeah, there's no video footage. Hawaii, they got cam, they got cameras in, they got cameras in Hawaii. Well, yeah, but Ezra Miller's not Hawaiian. He's a fucking white boy, which is another reason I don't believe. Because if he got into a fight with a local, he's lucky he's not dead. Probably not, because the local would have been like, the fuck out of here. Must have been another scrawny white dude. Anyway. <laughs> Tis. Tis. You got the you got the diseases. Um yes, 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 it is. But we can add something to this and hopefully we can get this somewhere. Uh you recently saw Top Gun Maverick. It's fucking phenomenal. A lot. I think I think we can definitely just not tonight. Next one probably if we don't have anything else to do, because uh, Top Gun Maverick is fucking amazing. I, did you watch? Right. Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you know how expensive it is to fly those? That's not counting what they paid the Navy to use them. Oh, that makes sense. Well, in the original Top Gun, they, because uh, they're, they're on an actual aircraft carrier when they're shooting on an aircraft carrier. And there's this famous story. I don't know if it's true or not, but the story is that uh, he asked the captain if they could turn the boat so they could get the sun in the background. And he said it cost 25 grand to turn this boat. And apparently he wrote him a check for 25 grand right there. But but the check allegedly bounced. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, I, yes, you do. Oh, you would have gotten, well, not, yeah, you would have, you would have gotten more out of Maverick, but you don't have, I was going to say, you don't have to have seen the first one because they explain everything you would need to know, but it's just, I, I was so happy when I learned all, like this movie used virtually no CGI. I'm sure there were little bits here and there just to emphasize something. But for the most part, ever, as far as I'm aware, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah, but as far as I know, they didn't use CGI. And as a lover of practical effects and believing that they are far superior when it's possible to use them, you know, this is an example in 2022 that shows that not only can practical effects be done, but it looks a million times better. Could you, ima- could you imagine how lame that movie would have been if it had all been CG? <laughs> We're going to make it all about Top Gun. It's, it's a distraction. Well, but to a point, that's what it's supposed to be. I don't have a problem with Hollywood being a distraction. I have a problem with Hollywood virtue signaling and pretending to be a cause for social change when my favorite example of this, not to get off topic again, but my favorite example of this is everybody in Hollywood being like, oh, we're anti-gun, we're anti-gun. When's the last time you watched any movie with guns in it? Like, they're fucking everywhere. And apparently, nobody ever has to reload. And Alec Baldwin. Well, I mean, I I see I don't I don't have any plausible reason why you would have live rounds on a film set. I just don't get it. What would you use them for? Because if you need to simulate simulate a gunshot, you would just use blanks. Well, but again, you get if you use a blank round, you get you get the same look. You just don't get as dangerous of a projectile. And as long as no one's standing in front of it, you're fine. Like, I I just don't understand why there were rounds there in the first place. No, everyone's too happy. Nobody needs a gun when they're on a beautiful beach like that. And they're not going to be Captain Jack Sparrow because he's uh, he's out the franchise. But you know what, though, there's a there's there's a lot of people there's a lot of people saying that Johnny Depp told Disney to go fuck themselves. No, but if I were Johnny, I'd hold out for a few more zeros. Ooh. I don't know that he would have to purchase them. Dude, I don't. Well, yeah, yeah, but what is what is Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp? 
I mean, he made the movies. People didn't come. And as much of an Orlando Bloom fan as I am, like people didn't come to watch fucking Orlando Bloom. People came for Captain Jack. Not in those movies. Like he's all right. <laughs> well, and he was even not in the third one, wasn't it? I don't know. I didn't watch past the second one. Because the bad, the bad octopus CGI kind of turned me off of the whole thing. No, I think that was the second one. We can all agree that the first one was the best one by far. I don't know either. <laughs> After the cluster. Yeah, so you can give yourself a distraction a distraction from the distraction of this distraction that we're distracting you from the main distraction, which was the Johnny Depp trial, which is now over, but people are going to be talking about this for a while. Um, I will say all the Amber Heard memes, memes have been pretty fucking funny. After, after the trial... Well, it's very, it's very much the same, but it's more literal these days. Oh, I love, I love the fact that she said that it was the dogs, but don't they have like teacup Yorkies? I don't. It's some. It's it's apparently they have small dogs, <laughs> and he's just like. And he's just like, it's not possible. You know, the, the fecal matter on the bed was larger than the dog itself. So it's, it's not possible. Mm. Well... Well, yeah, they were seen together, but they were in a movie together, so. While she was with Johnny Depp? You, you know what? James Franco does, and I'm not, this isn't dog and images. He seems like the type that wouldn't really give a shit if a chick was married. I'm not, I'm not sorry. He just seems like he just seems like the type of guy that wouldn't fucking care. I do too. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying he seemed like if somebody told me he's like, oh yeah, James Franco sleeps with married dudes' wives, I'd be like, nah, that's Franco.
Yeah, I I don't remember. You know what though? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a surprising thought on this. This is gonna surprise you, and it's probably gonna surprise male and female viewers, but for different reasons. Those two cases kind of exemplify a case of like no harm was meant, but harm was potentially done. In in so far as like someone was made to feel uncomfortable, and this isn't just an uh like an intergender sort of thing. It's it's some, and I will say men are probably more guilty of this than women, just because we don't. Yeah, yeah. What what was alleged? Well, like for example, okay, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, the astrophysicist, he was accused of sexual misconduct because he had a lingering hug with, I believe it was a graduate student of his. So that's actually a perfect example because now th- this is not me trying to be high and mighty because I'm sure I've unintentionally made somebody uncomfortable for a variety of reasons. It was not intentional, but there we go because we can't read people's minds. So my general rule of thumb is like, just don't touch people unless you know for a fact. Like if I don't know you all that well, the most I'm probably going to do is shake your hand and only when you outstretch it, you know, like it's, it's obvious, but at the same time, do I think, yeah, but do I think Neil meant for it to be in any way, shape or form sexual? No, but that doesn't mean that the girl he had a lingering hug with didn't take it that way. So. Well, this is this is where this is where I'm going to surprise some people. I I can see why you think that because you are si- what are you six three six two six three like what two two ten two twenty you're you're a fairly you're a fairly big guy most okay most. Okay, so most people are not going to be able to impose their will on you, certainly not easily. So let's assume that a guy who's like, we'll use me as an example. If I'm 5'10", just below 200. If I, which we don't fucking hug or anything like that, but if I did and I hung around a little too long, you'd just be like, okay. This is a little weird, but like at no point do you really feel all that threatened. And if you did, you feel pretty confident you could take care of what needed to be taken care of. I know, but the the reason what I'm getting at is the reason you wouldn't feel uncomfortable is because you're six, three and 200 plus pounds. If you were (laughs) just, just, just bear with me. Okay. And particularly, I wouldn't really count because you also know me. If I was just some rando on the street, you wouldn't even let me get that close. But you could prevent me from getting that close physically, at least on a balance program. Now, let's flip the script. Let's say that you were a girl who's five foot nothing, maybe 120 pounds. If a bigger dude gets his arms around you, there's not a ton you can do about it. So I can see why not necessarily overtly sexual, but I can see how it would make someone potentially feel uncomfortable. So the general rule of thumb that I've come up with is just don't fucking touch people, which is why one of the good things about COVID was the whole six foot thing. I thought it was great because I don't like random people fucking touching me either. And here's the thing, like I've had 
random, I, I mean, like older women, like not touch me inappropriately, but like they'll put their, they'll put their arm around me and it's weird. It's like, I'm not, well, I'll take that back. I've had women make a pass at me and I'm just like, this is fucking uncomfortable, but I don't feel threatened by them. So, <laughs> Yeah, you might need to refresh me. Oh, although I think I might. Anyway, that's not important. But do you see what I'm trying to get at? Because like even my my example works too. Because like even if let's even if it made me uncomfortable, at no point did I really think like she was never going to be able to physically impose her will upon me unless I wanted it to go that way. Otherwise, I could have literally moved her. Well, it's it, the problem is it varies because there, 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 there are, yeah, there, well, and there are different situations and different, and it's, it's again, it's a point of view that you and I can't really ever fathom unless we somehow end up on an island with a bunch of dudes that are seven feet tall and gay. Like, so, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying though? Like, we, we won't fully like we can put ourselves in that frame of mind, but I'll be honest. There's been very few times where I've been legitimately like this. I wouldn't even say afraid, but just like aware of a potential threat to the point where I was very much aware and cautious of what I was doing, where I was, where exits were things like that. Whereas I'm willing to bet that women for the most part, are have to be a lot more cognizant of those things just because of stature and the fact that there are there are fucking pricks out there who don't take no for an answer and these these people are human fucking garbage but again i we cannot stop all of them because we don't know who they are necessarily In a public space, probably. Well, they're, they they've done social experiments on that before. That's that's pretty. Oh, like I've seen some of those where they do, and literally, like there have been like a dozen guys that come over, and just make a wall, you know, when when it can be avoided.
Well, well, and I can't, I can't speak to that particular, but my, cause I had a similar situation where it got it, it. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the whole, like you're trash or this or that, blah, blah, blah. But well, but for me, it was less of, it wasn't so much me believing it. It was just like, I didn't want to fucking hear it or argue about it. So I just like went along with whatever, just cause for me, it wasn't worth the trouble when I should have been like, no, you know what? Don't talk to me like that. Like I'm your husband and you married me for a reason. Now it may have been a bad reason, but a reason nonetheless. And we can talk about that. But in the meantime, don't fucking talk to me that way. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, but what, what the interesting thing about that is when I got into my relationship after my divorce, I was very much cognizant of those things. So when she would start to, and the, the problem is a lot of people do it and they don't even realize they're doing it, which is why it's important to call them out because these people may genuinely love you, but they don't understand what they're doing. They may not realize it. So anytime she started to get sort of that sort, even if it's just like playful fun, or at least she thinks fun, and she'd be like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm not stupid. So it's like, I'd really appreciate it if you stop saying that shit because it's not true. And you'd be amazed how many times people like snap out of it and they're like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't even realize I was, wow, thank you for pointing that out. Yes, I will not say those things anymore. And I've had to get on people that I know because they start talking themselves. Like self-deprecating humor can be a very funny thing, but you have to be careful because I do it all the time, but I don't actually mean it. There are some people that are like, I know I'm a worthless piece of shit, (laughs) but they actually think they're a worthless piece of shit. And you kind of have to be like, man, you just don't don't talk about yourself like that because it's not true. <laughs> but like Scoob, it's a ghost. Speaking of which, I need to check on my dinner. I shall be right back. Uh, chicken taters and Brussels sprouts. See, I man cook. So I just take a frying pan, throw the chicken in there, cook it a little bit on each side, and then throw the potatoes in, and then throw the Brussels sprouts in, season it all, and then just let it No, no, we can keep going. I just wanted to, I honestly thought we weren't doing it tonight. So I had started cooking dinner, but it's on a simmer. It'll be fine. Although speaking of which, uh, while we, while we were on the subject of Top Gun, I want to plug my latest video. I did recently uploaded on my channel, the media right there. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in the views, people. I did five things you probably didn't know about Top Gun. And none of you fuckers are watching it. So you need to go do that after this podcast is over. I know, right?
Hey, you know, and we'll dive into this a little bit more during the Top Gun episode because it's pretty obvious we're going to do one because we can't stop talking about it. But the, the way I've been describing Top Gun Maverick is honestly, is like it's everything that was awesome about the first one, but they gave it a better story and more character. I don't want to say development, but more character substance. Like the stakes are higher. The story's better. It would have been real easy to just rehash the first one. But this was a perfect balance of the nostalgia that makes Top Gun what it is, but then also introducing new people that are complex. They're more complex characters. That's what I'm that's what I was looking for. And honestly, I think Hangman might have been what probably my favorite character out of the movie in terms of like a three-dimensional character. Cause Hangman is the type of character that I like to call like he's a, he's an enigma because he's an asshole but he backs up pretty much everything he says. So you can't really fault him for being an asshole because I mean, he's right most of the time, but he learns and grows and becomes a better person. <laughs> exactly. Just like you. Well, and, and I mean, it's, it's kind of goes into wrestling a little bit, but all my favorite wrestling heels my favorite wrestling bad guys are the badass heels who are legitimately bad guys but they back up everything they say because you've got those guys and then you've got your chicken shit heels which are just cowards and and then you have people like mjf that do both really really well but so hangman hangman starts out as a cocky heel but then does a baby face turn at the end spoiler alert you see it coming a mile away but holy shit those aerial combat scenes I think the only time they used CGI was for the explosions in the planes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, well, no, I think they, I think they, I think they might have blown up some stuff, but obviously in an aerial combat scene, you can't have a plane explode with a pilot inside of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you could have exploded like the marriage, although it, and I don't know the whole story, but I got the gist that Johnny Depp was trying to stay away from her, and then she kept showing up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're not together. <laughs> Well, and here's the side that I don't think women understand very often from the man's perspective. I'm going to try to word this and not sound like a dick, but it's probably not going to happen. Um, so I'm just going to say it. <laughs> probably, but it's the truth. And that's why it sounds like I'm being a dick, because oftentimes when you're hitting close to the target, people get mad. So there's a lot of women, at least in the United States, um, that are benefiting from the fact that most men are extremely decent people 
and that our society is governed by laws and that most of us are very, very much decent people. And women are benefiting from that because, and I can speak to this and I've seen it, is, man, if a guy talked to me the way my ex-wife used to, or if a guy swung at me the way my ex-wife used to, I'd have knocked his ass out. But I never raised a hand ever because, again, at the end of the day, she was five foot two and maybe about 25. I, I can take her. But I don't think she realized that. And I think there's a lot of women, and I can speak to this too, because there's, there are a lot of epiphany moments in the Krav Maga school, because if you've never done it before, you learn very quickly that while these techniques do work, it's we're victims of a society where most people particularly, well, I shouldn't say particularly, most people have not experienced real violence. I'm one of those people. Um, but I know people who have, and you watch movies basically where, you know, this will knock somebody out. Just like a quick jab will knock somebody out indefinitely. And then of course, it's always like, oh yeah, he's fighting five guys, but they're all coming at him single file. So the point I'm trying to get at here is that there are a lot of women who operate under the assumption that they are not at physical risk. And I think it's a testament to a lot of men out there who are going through some bullshit and have never and would never hit their wife, estranged wife, girlfriend, ex-wife, ex or whatever the situation may be. That's that's it because I've restrained before. But there's a there's a world of difference. Exactly. Mm-mm. Yep, let's use our oh have has anyone ever stopped you from leaving before? Like, oh, I've had that. That's a very uncomfortable position to be in because it's like I know I can move your ass but I can't guarantee that I won't hurt you in the process. And like, yeah, I could literally pick her up and move her, but then she would run right back to the door. And it's like, even if I got the door open, I can't guarantee that I'm not going to accidentally slam it on her. Like it's a very, very uncomfortable situation to be in. And it's got, cause I'm, cause I'm trying to get the fuck out. Cause again, I don't want this to escalate because even like I'm, I'm not perfect and I don't want to accidentally pop her. And plus fact too, I don't want to stick around because there are knives in that fucking kitchen. Yeah, well, I mean, I just tell her to clean it up now. I feel like you're going to get your ass in there and clean that shit off that bed and you're going to fucking like it. This one will piss people off. You would be, fellas, you would be shocked how often if you're in a, if you're in a tizzy with your lady and this only applies when she's wrong. You would be amazed how often speaking to her as though she was a child is effective. That will piss people off, but it's fucking true. Because, well, no, but here's the thing. Like, I've been in situations where it's like, if you're going to act like that, we're just going to leave. And they don't believe you until you do it. But I guarantee you, next time you tell them, we're just going to leave. 
they shut the fuck up real quick. I mean, that's what it is, but you have to back up what you say. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, this this goes for women too, but I think it's important for men to know is like, listen, if you don't draw boundaries and enforce them, you end up with Amber Heard. Because I guarantee you part of the problem, now granted, I think Amber Heard has some serious issues and I'm not making light of them. I think she needs some serious help. But I'm sure there were many situations where Johnny was either very passive about what she was doing or made empty threat. And by threats, I don't mean bodily harm. I mean, like. I've been raptured. Well, and this is the one that's going <laughs> to trying to figure out how to word this properly. E- particularly the male viewers, you would be amazed how many women would disagree with what I just said in public, but in private, they would be like, yeah, that's totally right. And so, and some would, some would agree in public. Well, and there's there's one more part to it, too. <clears throat> well, <laughs> DMT and Elkmeet. No, it's uh, it's perception. It's public perception because we live in, in a point in time where it is not socially acceptable to not at least be. It's not socially acceptable to disagree with any tenant of feminism, lest you be labeled a sexist particularly if you're a woman, because you kind of have to be in the club. Now, there are some that are vocal against certain points. That's not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about, though, is the fact that I can't say all women because there are outliers everywhere, but I'm pretty sure, like, give give me, I don't don't keep up with the cool kids. Who's, who's, I'll use Jason Momo. Oh, I'll use Johnny Depp as an example. Do you think that save maybe a handful of Hollywood A-listers that are on his level. Do you think there's any woman who would try to boss Johnny Depp around? Yeah, most most people, hell, even most dudes, like who are not sexually interested in Johnny Depp, which is just just by the nature of his status, most people would be like, yeah, Johnny, whatever, you know, I'll just, whatever. Well, but yes and no, but here's, I guess here's my point. So <laughs> I'm, I'm all pissing people off tonight. Most, most women in America, if Johnny Depp, at, if Johnny Depp asked you to make him a sandwich, you're probably going to make him a fucking sandwich. You're not going to give him all that bullshit. You're going to be like, well, Johnny, last time I checked, you had two hands and feet. And literally if somebody hit him with that, Johnny would just be like, you know what? I'm busy. 
I'm busy writing Pirates 18. So you can either shut the fuck up and make me a sandwich or you can get out my house. Most of them are going to make the damn sandwich. And most of them, most people aren't even going to argue. Now, that's a really bad example because Johnny Depp probably pays someone to make him food, but you get the gist of what I'm saying. And there's, well, and there would be so many people in the comments, right? They'd be like, I'm not going to make a sandwich for no man. Oh, it's okay. Pick your poison. There are, there are people out there who you're going to do essentially whatever they ask within reason. Well, no, but I wouldn't classify Amber Heard as the average female because for multiple reasons. One, she's obviously got some mental issues and she's she's not an A-list actor, but she she's been in some big things. So she might she might think she's on Johnny Depp's level. Well, I know I'm not saying she is. I'm saying she might think she is Aquaman. Are you? Are you blocking the sound waves from your fan? Oh, I know. That's why I'm asking if you're blocking the sound waves from your. Ah, I can kind of hear it, but it's like a low hum. Well, our, 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 our main point here is that this entire trial has been nothing but a distraction. I question why it was even televised. It's not a criminal trial. The last one, the last one was so good. Oh, I'll tell you exactly why it wasn't. I'll tell you exactly why it wasn't televised because the head of most of the media companies were either directly involved or were in the pocket of someone who was directly involved. I would have been suicide. And the only reason I said this on the last one, but nobody heard me. So I'll say it again. The only reason Ghislaine Maxwell is alive right now is because she's probably got multiple people in multiple countries ready to press a button in the event of her death. Everything. And these people know that. So she's going to live out the rest of her days in the Hilton of prisons. I, I, I guarantee you. Oh, she's far too well protected. Well, see what we, what we need to, what we need to do, and this will keep us morally clean is we need to make her people think that she's dead. So they're unsure. So they just go ahead and press the button and then it's all, well, then she's, she's as good as dead then, but. So actually what needs to happen is somebody somehow, some way on the side of good needs to get to her. And I hate to say it this way, but offer her some kind of deal where it's like, listen, I can't guarantee you a great life, but I can guarantee you that nobody's going to fucking murder you. Oh no, because if you become expendable, well, if they, if they, um, if they find all of her sleepers, oh, she's done. She's done. Well, we've seen it. We've seen it. 
all, all we need is for the cameras to malfunction and the two guards to be mysteriously away from where they're supposed to be 24 seven and give, give her extra blankets. Yeah, the pillowcases. Oh, a mattress? <laughs> Did, do, do you have a wealth of knowledge on prison mattresses? <laughs> Wait, have you been to jail? I did not know that. You got scared straight. Oh, she got taught, sir. She... <laughs> Well, that's what I mean, man. She's not, she's got some problems. But apparently she's uh, fired from the Aquaman franchise, which they should just fucking bury that nonsense anyway. It was fucking terrible. It was not a good movie. The peop people liked Aquaman because they got to see Jason Momoa shirtless like six times. Well, yeah, I mean, he was funny, but it was not a good movie. It was okay. It was okay. What was wrong with his armor from Justice League? They didn't have to go literal Aquaman because it looks stupid in live action. Well, besides the uniform, like the bright orange, you might as well say, shoot me, motherfucker. It's all just distraction. Well, now there, there's some, there's, there's, there, there's, there's there's more happening there than meets the eye because there there might be some tinfoil hats involved in that one, but more and more is coming out about that particular one every day. I don't think it's that far, but there's certainly political opportunism, and that's on both sides, which I have a massive problem with because every time this happens, the left jumps on gun control and then the right gets defensive. And I get why it happens, but neither side, neither, neither side is talking about actual things that would work. Well, there's a lot of things you would have to do because again, all these situations are different, but one thing, like for example, and this is going to, I'm all about pissing both sides off tonight. Like, of what well mostly most recently it would be the Evaldi. But for example, because I think we could come together and protect the Second Amendment and make it a lot more difficult. Because you're never you're never gonna be able to get rid of all violence, but you can 
Yes, several. But again, these these are but these are gun laws that are unenforceable because the only people that are going to bring a gun to a gun-free zone are fucking criminals. Yeah, somebody tallied that up, and I think he had well over. I don't remember the numbers, so I'm not going to say it. But I think it was over. It was over ten grand worth of shit, not counting the vehicle. Yeah, something doesn't add. I'm not saying what's what, but something doesn't fucking add up. But again, no, no, none. Well, and but again, going back to the Amber Heard thing, like when the Evaldi shooting happened, there was still coverage of the fucking Johnny Depp trial. So we've got at at best we have a priorities problem in the country, and at worst we have a deliberate uh, media sleight of hand that happens on a daily basis. Psychotropics? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Well, that's when I'm. Oh, <laughs> I'm checking on my dinner again. He took. Oh, but what was I? Uh, we were talking about the the gun thing, but then I, I don't want to get too far into that. There's a palm tree growing out of your soundboard. But it's well the 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 whole. Well, my my biggest problem with our culture is the fact that we have a society in which the Kardashians get more airtime than, I mean, virtually anyone, but. Because that's that's what's put out. Well, no, and also it's. But it's more it's it's. 
it's it's more sinister than that though because when you really think about it you know because we have programming out there that's informative and educational and not fucking stupid but i i will say stuff like the card and i don't mean to keep beating up on the kardashians but stuff like the kardashians stuff like the jersey shore stuff like american idol it appeals more to our base brains and i'm guilty of that just not with the kardashians but there's everybody watches trash tv but <laughs> i i haven't seen it i haven't seen it so. Like kick the dude in the nuts when he runs out of beer. Oh, it's it's okay to it's okay to sleep with your bro's sister if she if she initiates it. But case in case in point, we have the the Johnny Depp trial, and once again, uh, well, and kind of what was the other thing? Um, well, when the Roe v. Wade, we talked about this on the Roe v. Wade uh, leak episode, you know, all of a sudden, uh, women are the only ones that can get pregnant again. So that was nice. But, but they are. Well, to a point, to a point, because this is why. Well, it goes, it goes deeper than that. So this is why it's. Well, this is the problem with subjective reality. And yes, I know how stupid that statement sounds, but that's we we live in a society in which subjective reality is celebrated. And the, well, and the problem with that is is that if everything's subjective, then nothing is real. And if nothing is real, then nothing is inherently true. And if nothing is inherently true, then it doesn't fucking matter what we do. Everything is just what we want it to be. But that falls apart very quickly. Like we need we need truth. We need that's what holds like in that kind of society well a lot of people can't though and this is why well this is this is why i like the philosophy i like this is why i like the philosophy of taking the red pill because it's like okay this does tie into the matrix that's where the 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 uh metaphor comes from it's like you take the red pill and now you see the world for what it really is so that's the first step now you choose what you do with the information and that's different than saying like, well, I don't like this, so I'm going to just pretend. It starts pretending and then it becomes, because when you lie to yourself enough, you can make it real in your mind, but it's only real to you. And therein lies the problem. Because if we cannot agree, because again, if everything is subjective, we can't even agree on a basic moral principle. Now, I'm not saying everything's morally absolute, but I think we can all agree that just pulling out a gun and shooting somebody randomly on the street is not a good thing. But if everything's subjective, then I can make the case for, well, you know, I didn't know he wasn't a murderer. 
he looked like a murderer. So I'm justified in my killing this person or, well, that person voted for Trump. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I know, but that's where this road will inevitably lead inevitably lead because again, we've seen this happen before. You know, uh, there was a country once where they had a large population of the other, so to speak. And it started small, started small. You know, I think, you know, I, I've read somewhere that they're, they're hoarding all the money and they started that war, you know, you know, and I even heard that their brains are different. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're less than we're better than them. You know, in fact, I think, I think the world would be just a better, I think it'd be a better place if they were just gone altogether. I'm not, I'm not saying kill them. I'm just saying, get them out. It's like, well, you know, that's, they're not really people. Oh, I know that's, but that's the problem with subjective reality because in their minds, they're not lying to themselves in their minds. It's fucking true. No, because you can be educated to to do that. Right. But common sense has to be learned because if you come into the world where everything is already subjective, which is why this is very dangerous for children. Like, look, I'm, I'm all for people being who they want to be, but it takes time to get there. And you do have to have a baseline of reality. Otherwise, you end up in situations like 1930s Germany because you had kids that were raised in this. From the day they were born to some cases the day they died because they joined the army to go fight the good fight, their righteous cause for the fatherland. From the day they were born to the day they died, they believed all this as fact. They were the good guys in their own minds. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, that's why villains are compelling, because it's interesting to watch how somebody could have the best of intentions, which that's another problem, though, that's been in mostly with TV, but in film also, where you have complex and sympathetic villains all the time. And that's a problem because. Well, no, he was bad. He wasn't sympathetic at all. He was pure chaos. And I think that's a good thing because this. Well, but therein lies the difference and Batman wins in the end, which tells us that there are there were lines that Batman was not willing to cross. And in fact, the line he did cross, he destroyed immediately after. Yes, yes, but they saw him lose. Dude was just like a clown. I don't think we're going to talk wardrobes here. (laughs) You love to love Batman. You love to love Batman. Fucking fucking Robert Pattinson would have joined the Joker. And like, you know, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And I could probably get Bella then. She likes bad boys. Oh my god! And Amber Heard 
is a prime example of why subjective reality is bad because I'll be honest, I think she believes all that shit. I think she does. I think she does believe that Johnny assaulted her. I really, really do. I think she believes that in her mind. Well, and here we go. So this is also a difference of perception. So if I, and I think every boy gets to this point when we're usually when puberty starts and we start to get bigger and there's usually that point where we don't realize how strong we're getting because only a year ago, we didn't have that much behind our, our hits, so to speak. But ever, I think at some point in every boy's life, he has to be sat down and say, like, listen, you can't like, you got to watch, like you got to comes great responsibility. Yes. So that's why it's dangerous. Now, Oh, I was tying this into Amber Heard. So I think if Johnny, I'm not saying this happened. This is a purely hypothetical example. If Johnny just like, just went, you know, just like swatted his hand and accidentally hit her. Like Johnny may not think that was a big deal in this purely hypothetical situation that probably didn't happen. But Amber might've taken that as a literal hit, which makes sense because she's the one who got hit. All Johnny did was flail his hand out. In this purely hypothetical situation, I want to emphasize that. So neither party is right, but neither party is wrong either. Except I would advise not to just randomly flail your hands around. Well, but that's... Well, correct. And, but again, you can hurt someone by restraining them. That's why it's such a precarious situation. But it's always better to mildly injure when restraining than to like full-blown attack someone. <laughs> Unless they're coming at you like, I fault no man. If she's coming at you with a weapon, like lay her ass out. Knock her the fuck out. I don't care. Chivalry only extends so far. <laughs> You pick up that chair and you just fucking you keep swinging till it you keep swinging till it breaks. <laughs> Grab the title belt and layer out. Oh yeah, no, you're you're good. But I also um, I kind of I'm sh- sure I've heard this in some other way expressed. But if I leave you with anything tonight, it's this kind of thing that I've somewhat formulated. If you're giving, if you're giving, what? Yes, the cold sore kind of. But um, if you're giving, if you're, and I, I try to do this as best I can. If you're giving someone advice, and it depends on the gender of the person. I know this is offensive, but men and women are different. So if you're giving advice to someone and you want to actually genuinely help them and not just get them to shut the fuck up, because let's face it, we've all done that. Pretend that this person is your son or daughter and really think about the advice that you're going to give them because oftentimes your advice will change. It often will because, and I'll use this as an example, like I can't, I haven't heard this personally, but I've heard stories just in years and passing, like some girl's boyfriend breaks up with her 
and all her friends are like, you just need to go to a bar and just get fucking wasted and just jump the first guy you see. Is that the advice you would give your daughter? I mean, I've, I've heard it though. But is that the advice you would give your daughter? I fucking hope not. I really, really hope not. <laughs> you just you just stay home until you're 30. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's the other thing too. It's like it, it it's it's coming back. Well, it's coming back and it's a byproduct of the nonsensical bullshit that's well, and you know and there's the whole like Again, we talk about hookup culture, and this goes if you have a son or daughter. And I'm going to touch on the son here because I've already picked on the daughter. Is it's like, you know, and there's a lot, there's a lot out there telling you like, yo, bro, just you know, like fuck anything with a pulse. Like if you can score, go for it. Just be like, son. (laughs) General rule of thumb: if you can't pick her up, it means one of two things. It means you need to go to the weight room, or she too big. Is it wrong? I'm not saying it's the girl, mind you. I'm saying it's one of two things. It's one of two things. No, because here's the thing. No, no, no. I think, I, think, I think you're focusing too much on the potential of her being too big. Is Let's be real here. If my son is trying to date, and this, I'm going to pick an appropriate age. Let's say he's 16, and he weighs like 100, if he weighs like 100 pounds, be like, son, you need to get in the fucking weight room. It's an uncomfortable truth, but it is the truth. Like, I'm sorry. Nobody is going to like you for your personality when they first meet you. I'm sorry. It's not possible. They don't know you. Well, and you might have a fantastic personality, but it takes time for people to get to know you because if you're so fucking basic that somebody can get to know who you are as a person in 30 minutes, then you're not fucking interesting. Like at all. So it is an uncomfortable truth because most people, honestly, if you get to know somebody, you at least are going to like them to a certain degree. Most of the time. There's been very few occasions where I've met someone and just been like, oh, you are just fucking awful. It's happened with men and women. It's happened. But I just I just don't talk to those people. <laughs> hey, last, last, last night I would be the mama, mama and cold clan at the same time. I know we did. That's why I. Uh, oh. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. So we didn't talk a lot about the trial because I'll be honest, I didn't watch any of it except for passing clips. And every time I, it's the distraction. It's kind of like it's kind of like in the previous episode. We weren't really talking about abortion. We were talking about the leak. They're connected, but not directly. It's a it's a sleight of hand. Oh, where'd your fiber come from? <laughs> Bread. Are you going to? 
I, I see an orange one. Oh. Kaka controller. Control controller rock. So completely off topic. Do you ascribe no, do you ascribe to Vegito or Vegerot? Apparently in the comics. Vegito is Vegerot, which actually makes more sense. Okay, yes, yes, in the manga, sorry. Well, no, it's it's a it's a it's no, it's a better it's a better combination of their names. Where does the O come from in Vegito? Oh, wait, hang on. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Okay, hang on. I need to remember because I looked this up. Okay, so here's... here's So, in the anime, it was Vegito. But the reason they got the O is because Goku's Saiyan name in Japanese is Kakoroto. Well, I, but it is Gogeta. They, well, but yeah, they're different fusions. I'm I'm talking about the Patara fusion. But yeah, so I bought, I finally bought a new volume. It's not a new volume, but it's my next volume of Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Yeah, which in the Japanese would make sense because it would be Vegeroto. Yeah, but in English, it doesn't fucking compute, which is... It makes sense. But they literally, they changed it to Vegera in the English translation of the manga because Vegito doesn't make sense because in the English pronunciation of Kakarot, there's no O at the end. Snap, son! Let's, let's wrap it up like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's marriage. <laughs> oh, that lucky son of a bitch. I'm pretty sure he snipped. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he snipped them. Well, plus, even if he had sperm cells, they're all fucking dead. It's after everything he put in his body. Either that or they're fucking super sperm. Like, they're gold. <laughs> yes, I suppose it was a mega pint. Oh, God. Like, the, the number of times that Johnny Depp had just eye roll moments. It, the whole time he's like, God, I'm so going to win. I'm going to win this so hard. That sounded like a foghorn. That was like once I believe him. I fucking love that movie. Oh my god. 
in the, in the second ones. In the second one, my favorite joke of the whole movie is the mascot of the guy, the Plainview Red Herrings. Like, because they know they know the guy they're looking for has a tattoo, and he has a tattoo on his bicep of his high school, the Plainview Red Herrings. But a red herring is a literary device where it like intentionally distracts you so that you don't notice other things. So he wasn't the guy they were looking for. He was the red herring, and it was in plain view. So I'm sitting in the theater, and he tells his mascot name, and I'm just I just start fucking dying in the theater, and I'm like one of three people. They're just, oh my god, we're all dying, and everybody else is like, what? And I'm. I'm pleased to say, including my ex-wife, and I had to explain it to her. <laughs> yeah. You also... Dude... I, I've told you this story, but I don't think I've told on the podcast and then we'll wrap up. I was in the theater uh, and I was, again, one of the first people to get the period joke in Superbad. So I was there with my roommate at the time. Well, no. <laughs> well, no, like when, when uh, he's putting together what happened, right? And I got the joke almost instantly. So I turned to my roommate to share a laugh and he hasn't gotten it yet. And I watched his expression go from, I, this is the progression and it was so goddamn funny. He went from, Oh, and then like there was a collective groan in the theater and then everybody laughed it was hilarious because like everybody started to get it at different times but okay we got three minutes dream i got you for three minutes three minutes of playtime that's a nice outfit did your husband make it free oh come on how do you know the macho man's husband didn't give it to him? Yeah. Maybe he married a seamstress or a seamster. I don't know what a male seamstress is. It's kind of sexist if you think about it to assume that someone who sews clothes would be a female. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you once again. Oh, I'll do it as macho man. Thank you once again for enjoying the average intelligence podcast, brother. Yeah. If you enjoyed this one, you can look at all the past episodes on the channel. Yeah. And if you prefer to listen to the Macho Man resonate through your ears into your cerebellum, brother, you can check us out on all the audio platforms, including but not limited to Spotify, brother, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Now, Amazon, and Audible. That's for books, brother. The smart people are on Audible. Yeah. And be sure to thank our sponsors for the podcast. OMG CBD, brother. You can get nice and fucked up in the legal way, brother, and not overdose because it's not possible with this kind of stuff, brother. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to snap into a Slim Jim, brother. Oh, yeah. The views expressed in the Average Intelligence podcast do not necessarily reflect the the sponsors or the, even the people involved because we don't know what the fuck we're doing get out
Thank mm-hmm. you.